Alice in me a nude that's like empowered. I'm really happy to draw it. She wants to empower you. Yes, with your fucking like drawn nude portraits. Yeah. You know, so I I will draw you like one of my French girls. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for making it weird. We're sitting on a field in the Cotswolds and it's plain and clear and I can see that you shouldn't choose them. You should choose me. What's queer here? We're, who knows what we're really doing generally in life or yeah. right now. Um, but that's what we're going to try and clear up in this pilot episode. Even for ourselves. Yeah, because we I don't think we understand what no. we're doing. And that's, you know what, I'm used to that, so that's fine. Yeah, I don't think anybody does. I don't think we're going to clear it up in this episode, but hopefully it'll become yeah. more clear. Yeah. That's, yeah. And or I'm at, yeah. As they say. Yeah, I, I bet that most people listening to this probably already completely know who, who we are. And we've probably like forced you to 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 listen to this. Yeah. So we're sorry about that. No, I'm not um, sorry. I'm really not sorry. I self-promote till the day yeah. I die. And, and that's like, fine. if you're my fucking friend, like, just listen to my Fucking support me, like, bitch. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so I am Rosie Taylor. I use she, her pronouns. Um... Mm. And uh, I am the current uh, LGBT officer for the Students Association. And um, I, I care a lot about a lot of things. Um, she does. I do. I do too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also um, co-founded Welcome Kings, which is a peer support group for students um, studying STEM or out of King's buildings. Um, so like most of my interests and passions are around like activism, LGBT issues, uh, disability and mental health. And biology. And biology. I study biology. I always forget that, which is bad. Like I'm, I'm literally 18 grand deep into yeah. this shit. Yeah. And I still don't even use it as a defining I'm, part of myself. I'm, I'm worse. I'm like... Because I'm paying international fees over here. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm Carolina Jomba, as the Poles would pronounce, the Slavs, I suppose. But um, I just introduced myself as Carolina, if that's easier to say. It so, is, yeah. yeah so. I call her CAGS, and I'm trying to mainstream mm. that, so if you could all help me, or probably two of you listening to this, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> that's my name, and I study chemistry, and I'm a part of this, this peer support group as well. Within chemistry, it's called Community, like chemistry and community but combined um so yeah so if you're studying chemistry or just fucking want to like meet some queers come to community because mm. most of us are queer mm. um that's a theme yeah well, we should do a separate episode well. about how that's a theme yeah, yeah. peer support and like queerness is mm. one thing honestly um yeah what else i'm a writer i suppose you suppose she's been in the national student so she's yeah. she's definitely a writer i've yeah also oxford scientist she also draws a lot. She drew our logo. She draw. She draws nudes. Those are really good. I've Honestly, seen a lot of them. Like not, you know, not to sexualize your bodies because that's not what I'm trying to do. But if you want to send me a nude, that's like empowered. I'm really happy to draw it. She wants to empower you. Yes, with your fucking like drawn nude portraits. Yeah. You know, so I I will draw you like one of my French girls. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for making it weird. <laughs> Okay, but if you are queer, please send me a nude. Yeah. And I'll draw it non-sexually. Yeah, okay. Okay. I so I think that like it, it would be good to give you guys some sense where we're going in this kind of episode. It's going to be a short one. 
we hope. Uh, but basically, we, we will explain. so much to say. We do. Sure it so too much. Um, so we'll explain, like, what we're going to do generally with the podcast, why we feel like we're doing it, why we're here, why we're queer, and we're, we're making here. it clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're here because we're queer. Let's, That's true. Let's start with that. I mean, here in Edinburgh, like, I definitely, mm-hmm. when I first visited Edinburgh with uh, my dad to look at university, um, and my dad studied here as well, so I feel like that was a big part of why I chose to come here, mm-hmm. but when I first yeah it is yeah although he's always like he comes up and he's like oh everything's so different back in the day and I'm like dad shut the fuck up um no I love I love my dad I love him he's probably listening to this he's gonna listen to me talking about my genitals a lot so I'm really fucking sorry hi Ian yeah hey hey Ian (laughs) um yeah we came to visit and it felt very different to me it felt very welcoming I just got that like gut feeling and I I wasn't even really out then necessarily to myself fully I definitely wasn't identifying as queer Mm -hmm. so it's interesting now that I like retrospectively I see all of the kind of things and the queer like opportunities that I saw which uh definitely are much much more plentiful here than they were for me where I grew up which was about six hours down south near Oxford that sounds like I'm like really like posh I'm I'm fucking not like my town is bad I'm we're gonna do an episode where we just like talk trash about our towns mm-hmm. um if you're from my town you're listening to this i literally i i am not even apologizing where we are from sucks dick and not in a good way yeah yeah that's fair so that's me yeah <laughs> what about you <laughs> yeah um i am from poland which is also also sucks dick but also doesn't because it's mm. like really fucking homophobic so it mm. doesn't. Um, but yeah, but then when I was like 11, I moved to the States. And that's when I worked. That's where I went to high school. Um, yeah, so when I was choosing university, I just wanted to be kind of closer to my grandma, who I love. Shout out to my grandma. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to be like back in Europe. Because it's hard to explain. Because, you know, Europe, North America, same thing, kind of similar culture. But it's like it feels a little different to me personally. Mm. So I just didn't really want to be there in the States. And Well, d- no one does right now, babe. Yeah. Like, I hate to break it to you. Yeah. People are not G with what's going I know, on. right? I feel like I should be there and just kind of like... <laughs> Offering support. Like, does anyone want a snack? A glass of wine? Is everyone okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. But then I came here with my mom just kind of like looking universities and I, I, I went to see like the five universities that I applied to mm. but really yeah as you said it's kind of like a gut feeling when I came here it was kind of very intuitive to me that I just kind mm. of felt right like when you meet the like you meet, when you meet someone you have like a friend crush on them or like when you go somewhere and it just kind of feels like you get that like warm fuzzy feel exactly feel. exactly mm. so that's that's kind of how I felt Edinburgh so I mean like we just rimmed Edinburgh out but like really we're here recording this podcast because we think it needs to be better I think that's always the case you know yeah. like if I fucking hate that patriotism like I can love like I can enjoy where I live and acknowledge my privilege of living here and still kind of criticize it and I think it's really important to always criticize like where you are and what you're doing yeah because um, there, there, you know there's always like underlying things that you might not see that might oh, not yeah. affect you that are really fucking shit about the place where you're, yeah. where you're like living so, so I mean like also at the moment like it's the climate here is not good like especially you mean, for like, the actual, like weather I mean or... the weather the weather the weather is fucking shit it's been raining all day yeah um so that too it's but like July like get it together Edinburgh come on 
God. But like, no, like in on a serious note, like things here are really tough in the UK in general, but definitely in Scotland as well for like trans people, uh, non-binary people, gender non-conforming peeps, like shit is fucking rough. But also like throughout the whole of my first year, I'm so aware now that like I have so many amazing queer people around me that really support me and allow me to like live as myself. And I really did not have that in first year. And I think that there was a lot of like gatekeeping, a lot of ways in which I felt like I wasn't queer enough. Mm. Um, a lot of ways in which like I just didn't know who to speak to. Mm. I like most of my contact with gay people was through fucking Tinder. It's really depressing. So many things that really resonate with me as yeah. a queer person. And I think we're going to like record so many episodes on gatekeeping, on so dating many. apps. It's going to get intense though. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah, just so you know what's coming up. See, we, I guess we kind of want to address that, right? And, like, help people figure out what other circles there are. Yeah. And just, like, really celebrate some of the queer stuff in Edinburgh and talk about issues that are important. I feel like it's important to acknowledge that we might not always get it right. Yeah. And, like, that we... Part of this is that it will be a big, like, learning opportunity for both yeah. of us, for anyone involved. Like, I'm really excited to hear from different people about mm. their experiences in Edinburgh, in Scotland, um, with their selves i guess i feel like that's really exciting yeah it's really really powerful. look at me i'm getting like really like i know "Mm, yeah because like you know it's it's, it can be strange reaching out to people and being like hey i want to chat to you but here we are like we have this like now excuse i suppose we have a connection we have a connection we have excuses to like email people and be like hey i want to chat to you on our podcast it's not weird that i want to just take you out for coffee it's not a fucking Mm. date like i just want to like speak to you about your experience and i think that's so cool that's That's what we're trying to do So that's kind of why we're here. And then I learn from each other. Like, I feel like I have so much to learn from Vinny, honestly. That, like... Yeah. yeah. I'm still getting used to that name, which is so funny. Also, she's grinning over here. I just complimented her. She doesn't know how to, like... Yeah, I'm not good at accepting those compliments. We'll probably do an episode on that where I just, like, put all my shit on you guys. Um, Yeah, that's why we're here, right? And then, like, why... Why... Why are we queer? I feel like I definitely identify as queer. It's been a recent thing for me. Like... recent? Maybe, like, past year. Me too. Yeah. Do you, do you, like, have a moment or a person or yes, a TV show? Yes, I so do. I know you do, too. Yeah, and I, I do like, yeah. I'm going to shout out my person. Mm, <laughs> I, I was actually at a book launch, mm. um, and a writer that was there, a writer-publisher, said, and it really stuck in my head, and this is not a direct quote because my memory is chicken shit. <laughs> We're paraphrasing. Um, yeah, they, they said, like, if the word queer resonates with you, makes you feel something, if it feels right, it's probably a word that you can use to describe yourself. And that was such a huge step for me because I think a lot of like my issue with like not understanding who I wanted to love, who I wanted to be with, like the way I wanted to live. And um, shout out to those sirens, by the way. Fuck I'm just, the police. I'm just gonna say, yeah. Was that inappropriate? Yeah, that was. That's fine. We can, we can talk that's about fine. That yeah, we can talk about another episode. But oh, yeah, I, I yeah, I think that that was a real like turning point for me in identifying as queer, and it gave me the freedom really to acknowledge that my sexuality and like my romantic attachment to people is like fluid and it can change. Um, but also, and we'll definitely speak about this in a moment. But like, queer is such a political identity to me, right? Um, and queer just tells people not to expect the norm I guess I hate using that because it's just so it's that's so wrong but like it tells people not to expect what they're expecting lol <laughs> uh and like I I do definitely just feel like it 
it's a word that gets a really like visceral reaction from me and how I feel when I use it and that's why it's very important to me yeah what about you Kags what about me I feel like I had the I mean I feel like I know that I had the opportunity <laughs> to interview a legal professor here at the University of Edinburgh her title is queer and feminist legal studies professor. Literally, I'm getting a lady boner, like even I know, hearing right? that. Yeah, I know. yeah, I'm like oh. wet over here, but also like she's listening. So <laughs> I really Sorry. appreciate you, Sharon Cohen. Her name is Sharon Cohen. Had a lot of very interesting th- things to say in our interview. Uh, one of those things was uh, about mm. queerness. Was that there was so much ambiguity around the term that it almost. Uh, it denied visibility to the to like the LGBT community, mm. I suppose, and it also uh, didn't properly describe my relationship to my privilege and to just how I interact with society. That's how mm. I felt, at least. Mm. And then she kind of well, I mean, you know, that that is that might be true to an extent, but I also feel like queerness it really deconstructs some of those hierarchies. Mm, that's really interesting yeah within the lgbt community where Mm. like you know sometimes i'm scared to like tell my lesbian friends that like oh i slept with a guy the other night you know like that can be scary because there's a lot of gatekeeping and i think it's understandable that there is that gatekeeping there because once you find a community that's yours and it's safe for you then you want to like cling to that and you want to keep protecting it oh yeah there is like so much security and like this idea of like knowing having like a stable sense of like yourself and your identity and knowing like this is me and like i i like i envy people that like can do that but I'm also like "Mm, chicken shit because I don't feel like that's a realistic goal yeah for me because identity is fluid at the end of the day and you know if you're if you're sticking to yours for a while Mm. good for you but for me personally I I feel like I'm constantly changing and constantly Mm. like learning something new about myself and almost like coming out every day to myself yeah I think have you ever had someone react negatively to you using queer as like a, a way of identifying yourself i don't think i have um i think in our at least in our generation maybe in my cir- my circles mm. we don't really have that that legacy of history of the word queer and mm. i don't think anybody really takes it anymore as like an offensive term and sure people can like yeah speak about it in like an offensive way in the same way they can be like oh, those lesbians over there you know like or those yeah. queers over there we might disagree on this but i feel like queer is definitely a self-identifying term it's something that you use to identify yourself and empower yourself mm. but i feel like it's not really i think increasingly it's becoming acceptable for it to be a term for um like a non-lgbt or queer folk to like use but to identify like those groups but i feel to me like like slightly uncomfortable with people that are like cis or heterosexual or or non-queer like identifying me with that term yeah but i think that's also generational and in some senses i feel like we should go into it more depth another time but like in some senses geographical like where i grew up the insult was like oh that's so gay and like i said that i use that word i Mm -hmm. said those insults i did that all the time and like I don't really feel like bad about having done that. I do. That's such a lie. Yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad about it, but I'm I'm aware that like I was coming from a place where that was very normalized and conditioned into me. Um, it's justified guilt. Yeah, but I've definitely been like called out for calling myself queer. I wouldn't really say called out because I, I, I feel like it was a valid feeling that they were presenting, but at the same time, my identity is... Also valid. Is mine, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Um, sort of being told like that it was um 
like bisexual erasure uh, but like i i think i definitely i used to identify as bisexual there are other like also so many terms right like sometimes i use sapphic which i feel like i will do an entire episode (laughs) on sappho because i yeah i love um but like it's strange that people have think they have the right to necessarily like police the way that you identify it's difficult sometimes like identifying as queer because it means different things to different people in different spheres and like I definitely agree with that and I definitely think that um it can be a problematic word right but I think that to me it's so important and so vital because it really allows me to like come to terms with who I am and that's not something that I had felt before and I think that it's an important like identifier for people to become a collective group and to be like active within the community I think it's an important term so would you say that you identify as queer yeah I certainly do after Mm. that interview with Sharon Cohen it's all been cleared up I think queerness just kind of fits in to me and into my like politics of Mm. um you know in the same way that I would say I'm a feminist because I I try to analyze my experiences and Mm. just like the things that happen in the world through a feminist lens I also try to uh, try to analyze those things through a queer lens and like yeah. through queer theory and just also I try to um, think about my experiences and acknowledge that they are all different because I am queer and they are all impacted by the fact that I am queer and by that identity. Mm. Yeah, so I think that's, that's kind of like what like what I mean when I say queer politics. Mm. And like it's queer. it's interesting how we've both taken different paths, and I'm sure everyone takes a completely different path, but two queerness mm-hmm. and to that identity because it is amb- ambiguous and there mm. are like upsides to it but also downsides to it like i was saying about like heterosexuals fitting into it but at the same time because of the ambiguity mm. which is something like, that like has just like blown my mind yeah so i think yeah yeah for for i feel like because of the ambiguity you can also like i mean you know i'm sure there's power to breaking queerness down or the lgbt community into like so many tiny little like identities but mm. at the end of the day i think we all are such complex individuals that there is really no way to like have an identity that fits like a group of people you know because like we all have our own very individual very mm. complex and distinct identities so i think the the point of having an identity at all is to organize essentially if you're yeah. being if you're being like you know if it's like an oppressed group or something like the point of having it is to organize and i think queerness is broad enough and that it allows you to organize mm. it allows you to have like an lgbt liberation officer you know and that mm. also encompasses other identities beyond lgbt um and i quite appreciate like that aspect of queerness yeah i think as well like uh it's important i i say like queer is a political identity and i feel that for me it is but i think that for some people there is a lot of value in these more like apolitical spaces um these places that they can make friends and network and live their authentic selves but maybe their politics doesn't really align with um a lot of what we would consider to be queer politics trump's for or trump's queers for trump <laughs> queers for trump's <laughs> definitely not trump for queers he's not fucking he's not endorsing that message no. trump if you're hearing me i want to know what you think <laughs> tweet at us <laughs> yeah fucking at me <laughs> i yeah i think that there is value in those spaces uh for some people and i'm not like hitting on those spaces hitting on i'm not flirting with those spaces Mm. for sure maybe i am (laughs) but like i'm not kind of devaluing those spaces i think that they have their place um but that's another thing that we want to explore like it's about 
uh, the ways that queer people come together and live and experience life in Edinburgh. We want to make it like just an interesting conversation about um, the experiences that we're going through, the experiences you're going through, the ways that we can learn from you, the things that are going on that you might not know about or that you do know about but you want to celebrate. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm really into celebrating things in general mm. you know like i don't only want this to be like oh yeah we're calling shit out because i don't think we have the well i'm gonna do that i'll mainly call out myself <laughs> yeah okay yes yeah calling, calling each other out calling yeah. like, ourselves out really mm. important calling like whatever we see out amazing um but i think there's like a lot of time we just don't have the capacity uh, or the expertise or the, yeah, exactly. if it's something that like really isn't that i'm not really affected yeah. by like then you know, it's difficult to I, to to figure out how you feel about some things that really are not kind of within your remit or knowledge. Yeah. And I think that's why it's important to like speak to those different queer people yeah. in Edinburgh. I agree. I agree. Mm. That's why diversity can be really important. On that note as well, tell us what you think. We want to know what you want to hear about for sure. Yeah, so we've come to the end of our pilot episode. I know, sad reacts on me. Very sad. It's very unfortunate. But it's okay, because we'll be back. Mm. Yeah. So, essentially, to keep it consistent, we're going to end it uh, with a segment. That way we're starting, and we're going to introduce to every episode, because that's how segments work. And it's going to be called <laughs> Plus and Plug. Mm. Plus Plug. Mm. Because we like that alliteration. We like those two Ps. It's you know? a very plaisive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, give me those Ps, Rosie. Uh, I'll give you them Ps. Um, so, my plus is that I finished my studentship this week. I've really enjoyed doing it. Uh, it's been a really good experience. Um, but I'm also kind of glad that now I get to have a little rest uh, before the fringe and it all gets mad again then. So just going to chill out, do some reading and stuff like that. My plug is uh, you will have heard the really cool, chill, vibey music at the beginning of the podcast episode. Um, we're really lucky that someone from the Queer Arts Collective um, we got in touch with was willing to let us use a track. So Keitaki Zodgeka had let us use some of her really ambient music, um, which is brilliant. Uh, we'll put all the links and stuff in the description, um, but you can find her on SoundCloud. It is K, the letter K hyphen Zod, Z-O-D. So you can give her a little little boost on there, send yeah. some love. Yeah, because she deserves it. Yeah. yeah. What's you? What's your plug and Let's your plus? See. My plus would certainly be the nude photo shoot that I got to do this week. I actually got mm. to do two, uh, one by myself and another with a wonderful Rosie oh, sitting in front of me now. It was sexy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So give us a follow on our social media and you get to see those. You know? Yeah, we'll get the nips out for the lads. Indeed. But not just for the lads, for all of the people. <laughs> for <laughs> the good of, of the people. No, no matter what your gender is, yeah. you see your nipples. Yeah, yeah. anytime. Don't discriminate. Just pop around. <laughs> <laughs> and then my plug, my plug would be our GoFundMe page because we are a budding podcast. We're just starting out. And uh, yeah, we need money for mics and for um, marketing and just like yeah. things like that. So we can reach all the queers in Edinburgh. Um, and then another concept that we're kind of playing with is uh, obviously all the money that we get, uh, whatever we need for mics and stuff, that's, that's where it's going to go. But then everything we have left, we're going to be very transparent with you. It's going to go to different charities and we're going to donate periodically. So um, yeah, there's charities around Edinburgh, like yeah. queer charities mostly, but obviously you'll definitely... Uh, be kept in the loop and you can you can suggest different charities and that'll be that'll be kind of our dream yeah <laughs> more than anything like 
this is kind of a dream and we're like really yeah. cheesily grateful and thank you so much for listening and we will be back in a fortnight all right then stay, stay gay, gay stay, stay safe. safe bye I think I'm more likely to give someone a job if I've seen them piss themselves because I'm like, that person has the ability to be vulnerable. <laughs> that person's human just like me. And I, I, want, I want people to work for me that get so engrossed in their tasks and get so like fixated on a goal mm. that they just urinate. Like, mm. that's what we need, really. <laughs> I'm sure we would have like cured a lot more diseases if we just if we just learnt to urinate. But it also could be a safety hazard because what if like I piss in a lab and then I don't I slip on it and then, like I hurt myself and I sue them, you know? Like I feel like they would If want you that. piss in a lab and then you <laughs> sue them. Yeah. Because I, I could slip on it. I could like break my, my arm or something. But you've made you've made the hazard though, babe. <laughs> like you you that's like that's like that's like me taking a shit and then eating it and then being like why the fuck do i have worms you can't do that no but you wouldn't or like it's like getting chicken in a restaurant and then like i don't know putting like anthrax on the chicken yourself and then being like oh my god i ate anthrax like it doesn't it doesn't work okay. that way touche touche yeah. i guess i didn't think it through mm. but i think i think i could sell it in the in in, in court Should i, I, think, I, I think you could do it yeah if you just got up in court and then wet yourself <laughs> <laughs> you just like they'd be like they'd be like she clearly she they'd be like we understand we know what happened now <laughs> we get it. <laughs>